number one desirable. I do what I want when I want and how I want it. Leave you with a one in the air. However, I got tons of soul and my true collectible. Famous, super famous, number one desirable. I do what I want when I want and how I want it. Leave you with a one in the air. However, I got tension, so I don't care about no gold. Better, so much better, flipping incredible. Always on the show, so they know that I still got it. And I never feel sorry, yeah, top of the world. Hey Untamables, this is author and poet Kiana Denae. I just wanted to send some love to Untamed in this Get Caught Up podcast with Writer Wednesdays. These tips are amazing. They are definitely very relevant in not only the author world, but the business world. And please, please follow and listen to this podcast and get your life together with branding with um promoting yourself marketing everything all these writer wednesdays tips are the perfect jump start into making yourself promotable making yourself marketable and making yourself uh professional so i'm sending you all love and ink have a great and now here is your host Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, Untamed, and of course, I am joined with my lovely, lovely co-host, Miss Crystal, Miss Books and Soul. How are you doing this evening? I am great. How about you? I am, listen, I'm excited because I have pressed or typed the words finito the end on a few manuscripts and i am so i'm exhausted but i'm getting exhausted because i'm like not the one i want though it's not the one i want it's not the one i want but i'm gonna be patient i'm gonna be patient because you let me call you and you let me vent you let me fuss you out because you know no you cuss me out (laughs) (laughs) i try to keep it clean i try to keep it clean but yeah, y'all, it get I, I get a little ratchet, real ratchet, because she didn't put me through it with them characters, because I can't take it. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen, um, yeah, that's the next one. That's the next one up, and I promise you, that's the one I am most excited about typing in. Because as much as y'all want them characters, I want to give them to you, because I'm sick of them too. <laughs> yeah, because I told you I do. I will drop a couple of them off for you. Off the polls. Listen, mm-hmm. listen, I'm telling you, I told y'all what she's talking about. She told me she was ready for me to give her this book. And she's creating this world uh for her upcoming, you know, release as a novelist. And her world is called Crystal Falls. And I told her when I finish it, I'm dropping all the characters off of Crystal Falls. And they do what they want to do over there. <laughs> they gonna get out of untamed world. Okay. They're going on a hike in my world and they're gonna accidentally off the fall, so sorry. <laughs> I said, I don't care what you do with them, but when they do, they are over there, and I am done. I'm telling y'all, I, would not, I, I don't see it in my spirit to ever do a series again, but not <laughs> when um, that's not a standalone type of series. Mm. Oh, Jesus, that just, it's a whole lot to go into it, but nevertheless, 
I am excited to be here tonight. I, this is actually my first interview. I'm look, I'm a little cheated yeah. tonight because this is my first interview of 2024. Unfortunately, we had inclement weather when um Mo Flames was on, and so we didn't have any power because we had a, a a fierce storm, thunderstorm, and severe mm-hmm. tornadoes that was flying through here. So we was like, listen, um. No, I had y'all listen. I was up here. I live on a hill, and it stormed so bad. We had water coming through the bottom of our front door. My foyer. We had to get the shop back and get water up because we were like, I said, I know we're not about to flood. <laughs> so yeah, uh-huh. it was horrible. That that was a horrible storm that came through here. But we're okay. My husband okay. My kids okay. As long as we got life, help, and strength, I'm good. You know, yep, there you go. Place, but life health and strength can now, but we are a okay. So I just hate that I was uh, unable to make the interview because it was the very first one of 2024. But you know, me and Mo talked, she understood completely. And of course, you know, she'll be back again. <laughs> so of course, of she, course. She's one of our resident, you know, one of our resident guests. So Mayhem Mo will be back again and I'll be able to She wasn't Mayhem Mo that time. She was actually mellow. Yeah, she was mellow because yeah, because Love and A Minor is a little it's mellow. It was some drama, but it was definitely mellow. It was more of a little soft loving side. Yes. Okay. She was mellow mo. So yeah, she was mellow mo. Mayhem or mellow mo back on here. One of the two. Maybe both of them at the same time. But she'll be back, you guys, of course. And I just hate that I, you know, missed it because it's always a good time. And I enjoy this part of my life so much and being a podcaster because I just love talking to authors and I love talking books. So, you know. What? Who you telling? Yes. You know. But, of course, I have to show love first and foremost to the people who give us a little change. And we ain't got to do nothing strange to get it. So. <laughs> and that part. And me and my son's lawn care. You guys have rocked with us for many, many years, and I appreciate you so much for always Thank donating you. the money that jiggle and sold. The money that don't jiggle, jiggle and sold. You know? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys so much. Well, Miss Crystal, who do we have the honor and the pleasure of having on tonight? Man. All right, let's let's do this because I got questions. Because yeah, I got questions. So let's get started. Right. Author A. A. Lewis is a promising rising star in the urban literary literature world. Her sophisticated rat- mm, let me Yep, sophisticated writing style allows her to pin characters and stories that resonates with readers. Her ability to deliver the unexpected has earned her a best-selling title, Times on Amazon, with realistic stories of urban life. It's no wonder why A.A. Lewis is becoming a favorite among readers. Born and raised in the vibrant city of Buffalo, New York, A.A. Lewis is a contemporary author whose literary works are deeply rooted in her urban upbringing. 
drawing inspiration from the rich tapestry of her hometown, she skillfully weaves fascinating characters and compelling storylines that reflect the dynamic experiences of urban life. A.A. Lewis discovered her passion for storytelling at an early age. See, Mayhem Moe was at a tender age. See, you just at an early age. So, um, yeah, y'all in these early ages and, you know, I don't know what to do. Finding solace and inspiration in the diverse communities that shaped her worldview. Her narrative, her narratives delve into the complexities of urban existence, capturing the essence of Buffalo's streets, neighborhoods, and a resilient spirit of its people. Through her writing, A.A. Lewis brings to life the voices often unheard, exploring things of identity, resilience, and the pursuit of dreams in the face of adversity. Her stories not only entertain, but also serve as a powerful testament to the diversity and strength found within urban communities. With a unique ability to blend, Jesus Christ, poignant realism with imaginative storytelling, A.A. Lewis has become a distinctive voice in contemporary literature. Her work resonates with readers from all walks of life, offering a glimpse into the beauty, struggles, and triumphs of the urban experience. A.A. Lewis is also the creator of the Black Readers Appreciation Event, Bray, and is building a platform of information designed to assist authors to enhance their brand. Through social media, live interviews, and consistent content posts, A.A. Lewis is helping bridge the gap between authors and those that support the writing, reading communities. A.A. Lewis, welcome to the UP Hot Seat. How are you? We, we got to shorten that up. <laughs> I was like, hmm. That is, that's so funny that you said that. Like, most people be like, oh, I love that. And you're like, no, nah, it's too long. <laughs> no, leave it. Get all your accolades up in there, girl. Right. Right. You know, I, I just want to say Sophist the Ratchet. That's that's what I write. the Ratchet. That's that's it. I, if I could You just gotta then just have your shirt on that says Sophist the Ratchet and whenever you interview, just this this that's is it. This, it. this is all I do. So no, thank <laughs> you for having me on. Uh I I feel honored every time I get to talk to you ladies. So thank you. Oh, I feel honored that you said that. So thank you. Yeah, like, we love having you on. And just we definitely for, do. For Mo, you are another resident guest that's here. And we just love having you. Listen, because I feel like it's always a special, like, you know, time when you come on. Because the first time you were on, you close us out and you're opening us up at the beginning of the year. So it's like yeah. you you always have a way to either round it out in a good way or open it up in a good way. Good way. Uh -huh. I am so I'm excited because I know listen, it's either gonna end on a high note or begin on a high note. Whatever you hear. <laughs> yes. I am gonna tell you like I told Mo, you are no longer um a guest. You are family. You know, okay. like once you'd have been on here more than once, you family now. So it ain't no oh guest nah our sis coming on today. <laughs> I, I was claiming you. I was claiming you no matter what. Like, yes, you that's what I'm talking about. From day one. I was just like, we no, go together no. real bad, you guys. Okay, we all go together real bad. Those my cousins. Like, 
I yes, that's what I'm talking about. Macaroni and cheese, and one got to make a good potato salad. So we good. Exactly. We good. I just exactly. made some potato salad too. I had I made potato salad Sunday for dinner, and it must have been good because my daughter ate it twice, took it for lunch, and posted it on her social media. There you go. Now, mm -hmm. y'all, right now. I would make some macaroni and cheese, but look, I'd rather go to this restaurant that my husband took me to and go get a body macaroni and cheese. I'm gonna tell you why. Y'all, my husband took me out. Chris, I told you he was taking me out. I put pictures of there if y'all seen. Uh huh. So it's not. It's a newer restaurant, but I mean, it's, I think it's been here maybe a year or two. And you have to make reservations to go. So we thought, oh, we just gonna go and just see what it's like, and you know, so we can have some alone time and. We get there and it was like all five star, you know, white and they miss all it's nice. And so I, said, I told my husband, I said, Okay, I better be able to eat. Because <laughs> you know, sometimes you get right. right, right. portions, you just be like, Okay, this is a snack and it's not fulfilling. And I looked at the menu and I said, My God, they really do have food over here. Because we like we had Cornish hens, wood fire Cornish hens with mac and cheese, Ooh. collard greens. And I said, Really? This good all Okay, let's see All what right. it's going to be like. You know, my expectation was not high. I bit into the macaroni and cheese and almost, I, I swear the angels in heaven started singing. And, and I was like, who? Really? be on TikTok talking about something. Who made that cookie? Who made that cookie? And then they get all this stuff. I'm one of them people that asked the waiter, who I back there? Is that person back there black? I told her, I said, um, the waitress came, she said, um, is there anything that's that can assist you? And I said, I just want to say this. I don't know who back there cooking, but they cooking with all the love of every ancestral grandmother in the world because, baby, these collagen. I said, that, I didn't have to put, you know how they have salt and pepper and anything? Mm -hmm. We didn't have to put nothing on it. When I tell you it was wow. cooked to perfection, everything was cooked to perfection. I was like, mm. "Did you take a picture of the food?" I did take a picture of the food. Yeah. When I listen, that food was so good, and it and it was high. You know, it was on it was on some roof, Chris Pricing, but I was <laughs> like, I wanted to sit here and be like, "Listen, um, can I just buy? I know I'm taking some home, but can I buy a whole nother meal?" <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Now that's when you know the food good. You take it some home and you still want to bring more. Yes. I want to listen. She was like, Well, we hope to see you. Oh, you you don't have to run. Trust me. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Mm -hmm. And you know, you don't eat everybody macaroni and cheese. Out there. You're gonna mm -hmm. like now I'm coming. I'm coming. South Carolina, right? Right, right. I'm coming. I'm coming. Girl, that's why I so told good. her she we just need to have a good time. Well, I'm not gonna say it, but eventually I told her I said I'm gonna have to slide through and we just have a good time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Listen, come on, come on down here. There was that was and you know I like to you know I like to be on the plane somewhere. <laughs> you do, you do. Uh listen, every time I'm gonna have to learn how to get on the plane to go vacation. I get on the plane to go to work. I need to get on the plane uh -uh. to go vacation. I'm going to travel the world. Yes. So, I'm with I, you, I'm, yes. Every time I get on a plane these days, it's working. So I'm gonna I'm gonna change that up in 2024. <laughs> I'm about to get on this plane and go vacation somewhere. <laughs> yes, please do, please do. I will, I will. Well, Miss AA Lewis, you know we got our new segment on the show called Get It Off the Chest. And it could be a rant or it could be a rave. So 
I love to open up the fluid disc because it gets our little juices flowing and you know sometimes we end up getting information that we need or you know even if we have news we can't absolutely not use it's just good here <laughs> that's true <laughs> but do you have anything that you would like to get off your chest it could be good bad indifferent whatever you want um I, just because I saw this in my inbox and I missed the opportunity to address it on my social media platform when it first happened. Mm. This AI narrating voice narration, Come on, it irks it. my soul. It irks my soul. So mm. it, it, let me say this. Amazon is a necessary devil. It's a necessary yes. Yep. Yep. Um, we're going to have love-hate relationships with this entity. But the fact that they want to take more money away from creative, I have the biggest issue with them. And mm -hmm. what I noticed during last year, Bray, before I got ill, was that if you have a book with Amazon and you use their ISB number, they have the right to use AI to do an audio book for you and not pay you money. Are you kidding me? The homework I did on this and I looked at my inbox mm. to join, get the link for um, tonight's uh, show. And again, there was a blurb about AI technology in the narrating world and how this is exciting. And, and I was like, BS. This is BS. All it is is taking away from creatives, both on the writing side and those voice actors who literally bring our, our characters to life. And yeah, the little AI people dry as hell. Yeah. Uh, first of all, first of all, if I wanted it to be read by a computer, I would have put it in Word doc and just told you to press recite and it would have, you know, given you Thank that you. Bland, Thank you. seasoned voice. And what I'm saying is we have we have to start standing up and demanding like and I get it. Everybody wants to do audio books. It has to be affordable. You know, it, it has to be it has to make sense for your brand. But the fact that this entity is doing it in such a way that they're going to profit even more off of our talent bothers the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. If my rant is nothing but do your homework, do not allow yourself to be taken advantage of. And by all means, use the resources that are out there because there are narrators that are not as expensive. You might have to save some coin. There are payment plans. There, there are options, people. We don't have to fall into this AI uh, hole that is sucking the creative juices out of us. And, and we're not getting paid for it or someone's losing pay off of it, it especially us as authors and writers. You have to. You have to do the homework. And my fear is that there's 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 they're pushing it and there's going to be a whole bunch of us that fall victim to it and if you think you're not getting paid off of the sales of your book with some of these larger entities like amazon 
if you you're not getting paid off the ebook and the paperback, what make you think you're gonna get paid off of that audiobook yeah. and Thank you. control of Thank that? You. Like we have got to look for more resources and platforms to showcase our talent other than the you know the devil. We 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 just gotta be smarter. So my rant right now is and continuing for 2024 is if I know it, you're going to know it. And I think I love that. I started getting my voice back without coughing and hacking up a lung. I think I'm going to start with this conversation because I really don't think that people are paying attention to that option. They said it was a tight, uh, um, uh, it was a, a, a pilot program during, you know, last, the end of last year. I happened to notice it was on a whole lot of books that participated in our black readers event. And I was just like, I wonder if they know that they're test piloting this for them. And then, you know, doing some research, I was like, oh, they're mm -hmm. test piloting because they've used the IBN number and we've given them control. Like we've got to start helping each other figure out how to maintain our creative power and keep our bags to ourselves. Them coin belong to you. Not right, exactly. so, not to emphasize. I had to get that off. I just saw it in my inbox. Can was, you can you forward me that article? Because I'll also talk about it on the Writer Wednesday as well. Because <laughs> I feel like the more it's out, the better. Yeah, and plus, and I'm supporting our black narrators. Like, there's some exactly. hell of dope voices out there, and what? every every you know every time I turn around, I meet a new narrator who is doing it. And bring yeah. characters to life. So we don't want to stunt their growth and not support those that are supporting us. Exactly. That is true. And, and I would say, and I'll say this too as well, um, to what you're saying in regards to the entire AI. Um, like we, one thing I love in the community, um, Jocelyn Proso, um, Jocelyn Proso, she's um, she's a production company, audio book production company, and Beams Diamonds. All of these places have in audio and black. They've taken a stand to like we won't promote, we won't support books that have AI in it, and it's not to knock the authors or anything like that, but it's because, and I stand in solidarity with that. Yeah, I agree. Um, we have so many talented people. And like you said, do your research. I mean, you may not be able to get Jacoby or Wesley, you know what I'm saying, on yours. But at the end of the day, there are a lot of people who listen to audiobooks just to listen to them. And so you don't necessarily have to have, you know, a particular narrator. Just support the narrators in general right. who I hear. This is a part of their craft. Because what you don't want to happen is all of a sudden, you know, it, it, you know, you take it that far, it's like, all right, well, you want Amazon to start trying to make deals on the side with publishers, and like, hey, can we get an AI book in this author's name? This, and then the author still like, you know, uh -huh. crazy. Right. I don't know what. Like, where do you put the cap on it? You have right. to put the cap somewhere, and it starts with, like you said, standing up and supporting, you know, our creatives in their talent. Because at the end of the day, this is what I really want people to know about this. Um. They're treating this like it's something freaking new, and it's not because at the end of the day, if like you said, if I wanted AI to read, we have Alexa, we have Siri, 
there's an option on your iPhone. Yeah. When you put yeah. up your Kindle and it's called voiceover. Yeah. And if you set have it, if you put voiceover on, it is going to read you your book. And so it's like if you if you can't afford to purchase the audiobook, you already have a built-in phone feature that trans- translates your ebook. You have Alexa that transforms your ebook into an audiobook that's read by an AI person that's already built and installed in, in their software. So why in the world would I pay Amazon or pay another audiobook production company to put an AI voice on something that I can easily, you if my ebook is out there, you can convert it. Nowadays, there's a system where it can scan your paperback and read it to you. It's an app for mm-hmm. that. The, the, so, and see, for, for some people, listening to audiobooks is um it's a pleasure right for mm-hmm. me it has become a necessity because of some of my ailments that i suffer from um from covid right. i have neurological disorders so audiobooks keep me in tune with what's going on in our community i am still able to support authors mm-hmm. enjoy their craft and their stories, um, just in a heightened experience. And you know, yeah, I'll, I'll still buy paperbacks and I'll still get eBooks, but it takes me that much longer for my comprehension, you know, to to grasp what I'm reading. But when I listen to an audiobook, I am exported to a different experience, and I I feel the love, I feel the energy, I feel you know, all of the creativeness that goes into voicing those characters, they become real to me. And Mm -hmm. that used to be the experience I had when I picked up a paperback and I would read. So it is for the hearing and and I I mean, for the visually impaired community, for those suffering other ailments, audiobooks have our way of supporting, you know, urban literature. And for mm-hmm. them to try to take that away and give us, like I said, unseasoned voices, like mm-hmm. at, for their personal gain, because it's not the money's not coming back to us. It's not coming back into the community. The authors don't really reap the benefits of it. Um, like they're continuing to rape us creatively, and that's that is true. We definitely have to stand up for, including those that you know do it out of pure joy but for those who do it out of necessity you cannot fall into this this hole that they're creating mm-hmm. for us it, it is an illusion to get us to buy into not supporting the arts and right. and that is something as at being born and raised in a in a art how a art household uh, a creative household environment like that is something that i will never get behind Mm-hmm. And I was really disappointed. It was a, um, it's a company like similar to Ex Libris and, you know, some of these other ones um, called Book Baby. And I, when I first started, so when I was self publishing, <clears throat> I utilized their services, which was a phenomenal service to me because it, it was like a one stop shop. They did everything. You got 100% of your royalties. You, it, it, the fee to get all of this was very nominal back then. Now it's a little bit more pricey because they've increased and grown, of course. Right. But um, with Book Baby, I got an email and it was like, 
we can convert your book into an audiobook using AI. And I wanted to scream because I was like, this is, you know, I often tell authors who don't have the resources or who don't, you know, have the connections to the people they need in the industry to get those services done when they're self-publishing. Because, you know, it takes a lot. You have to format, you have to edit, you have to proofread, you have to, you know, it's the covers. So when they don't have the knowledge behind it or the connections, I often say, listen, okay, here are some companies that can provide all these services in a one-stop shop, you know, for and it's still self-publishing, but do this. And I said, because you're not versed in it, you you don't have a mentor, you haven't, you know, you don't have the resources, you don't have the knowledge of who you need to go to. Because one thing is, I don't want anybody to get taken advantage of either. Right. So I was like, here's some companies who I know I've used. That disappointed me so much to see that they were using AI for audiobook. And I was like, I literally, I said, <laughs> I, I wrote them and I was like, why? I actually wrote them, I did. I was like, why would you use Good AI you. instead of using actual people? People, right. That it might be more pricey and this is just a pay gimmick for you. But as a creative space, and you make money off of these authors because of a service that you provide, why would you then go and cheat another area of creativity to make a quick book? Like it it just, it was appalling to me and I absolutely dislike it. I just was like, you know, at some point, even when you're in the business of making money, you have to stand up to be for something, you know, against certain things. And I just feel like stand up for something or fall for anything. Fall for anything. And I just feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, at some point, like you say, we have to learn how to embrace the original, authentic nature of what we're doing. Otherwise, other things will begin to get lost, you know, and and we'll look up and everything will be AI generated. There won't be a need for us to do anything because we won't have the opportunity to do it because the computer's doing everything. And the only computers can do everything. They, exactly. Listen. They, and they do break down. Them AI, them AI computers can't growl and, and cuss and everything like these <laughs> like these like these stupid uh generators can do. They can or slurp. <laughs> or slurp. Like these stupid generators do. <laughs> you look, you'll see next week why I said slurp because now you see why you see why I did that once you hear what, what I'm gonna read, but yes. Uh-oh, oh, oh, oh. It seems like it's always geared toward our community, right? Yes, yep. like, always. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like and having worked in corporate America, I feel like the the target is or the perception is we're desperate to have these features or, you know, to jump on the bandwagon. No, we're excited to be able to contribute in those ways. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're never desperate. And for the never. of us who really have to have it, I could see why it, it could be an alluring tool. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing it's is, not. No, no. We have to, again, go back to educating ourselves, which is why I say, like, 
I, I'm literally 2021. I mean, 2024, I said, you know what, no matter what health wise, I look like there's two things I still want to accomplish. One, I want to be polished. My brand is to be polished. So I'm doing some things for myself as AA to elevate the brand. But also I want to make sure that that polish, that refinement for the community means that I continue to educate us. And the more we know, the more powerful we can be. And we'll make more informed decisions. And I can't say that, you know, I hope nobody does it because I know the, the reality is there are going to be some of us who are going to go AI. I, I can't stop. Right. We can't stop. I, and I'm thinking, now, I'm going to just but, say this. <coughs> Excuse me. But if I can tell you how you can get grants to get your book done, maybe you tune yep. into those platforms and your why and your reach and your research. So like, don't think that it's just, you know, it's, it's only one way to do it. No, there are several different platforms and organizations out there that are willing to help. But if we don't know, if we don't, if we're not, right. each other, if we're not bringing it to the forefront, then we lose that polished refinement for the community that, you know, we, we, we all want. So that's my goal for 2024. And I said, I'm, I'm going to put that under polish because that means that the information has to be timely and relevant and we all need to act on it and we need to do our own research. That's the polish for your brand, for whatever that looks like for that author. But for me, it was the commitment to be polished and whatever it is I'm choosing to do and how I'm going to add value to the community. So that's all I wanted to say. I didn't mean to cut you Listen, off, but there are platforms. No, but I was going to just say real quick, the only thing that I love that you authors do that's AI is some of these pictures, the covers oh, to the book. Yeah. That oh, is yeah. it. But as far as voice, and I'm going to just say this as a person who, when I before I even started listening to Audibles, I did my books. I would let Alexa read my book. And when her bitsy butt said D.A. bitches, I was like, never again. I had to literally stop it and look at the words. And I was like, it's duh, you dumb bitch. So, <laughs> you know, they're not going to be able to read it how we write no, it. No, no, they don't have So, no, it would never no, be. No, not whatsoever. It would never be the same. It will never be that clear. Sorry, that was my rant. I give it to you because like you said I love the pictures but here's the thing even with the AI pictures you're still giving it over to a graphic artist to yep. you know, do the cover so it's like I don't because otherwise you're you're shuffling through and let's just be honest because I can rant about this part too um you shuffling through the same amount of stock photography pictures on, on that's pushed through on 17 different sites and it's the same black model same black same person poses, on a hundred different books on a hundred yeah on a hundred thousand different books yeah. and, and posed ten thousand different ways and mm -hmm. so, that part portion of ai has become almost necessary and i mm -hmm. get it because you know, I've done a personalized cover and it does cost a lot to try to get, you know, your own models in and a photographer in because you got to pay for all of that stuff, you know, that comes mm -hmm. with that getting that done. So that has become an easy way to like capture models and capture, you know, especially 
different kinds of models with different looks and have right. a graphic designer craft a book cover for you. Yeah. Um, you're still paying the artist to do it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us are still, like so many people, you can, yes, of course, you can try to create AI in your own image, but you still have to pay someone to try to create that, you know, those images that you need mm-hmm. or purchase something that's pre-made and then t- take that and give it to a graphic designer. So yeah. I see the, you know, with that, I see like the benefit of it as well as we're still utilizing creatives to do the things that we need to do and we're not completely cutting them out. But with this whole um, audio book deal, it, like you said, now you're cutting out the narrators. Now you're trying to cut out the authors. And see, that's what I'm saying. It's like you're trying to create this platform to completely take over so that the actual creators are getting nothing. They're, they're, right. they're not they're not even a part of the process anymore. You know, and that is that right there is something that has to stop. And I'm so glad for everyone who's taking a stance against it um, because I, for one, like, like you said again, I like for them to act out my scenes. They have done that. Gone are the days where we got to listen to these monotone, you know, voice computer generated people. We have people who have gone to school. And I, and I support that because, listen, these narrators out here, a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, they're just jumping on here. Let me tell you something. These people are classically trained. They're going to Thank jail. You. They are professional actors. They yep. are a part of SAG unions for voice actors, for actors. They have won, you know, distinguished awards. You know. But that's because people work. don't do their research. They don't do they their, their homework. Work. Yeah. Exactly. No. They, have, they have value and they have worth and they deserve to be paid for that value and for that work. Yep. And you're mm-hmm. going to reap the benefits of it. Absolutely. A thousand times over. So... You know, I just wanted to put that out there because I got sticker for my um, my good black narrators. We love Thank them. You. <laughs> we love them. Yes, we do. And we I'm like them. I said, I'm new to this, and I'm at 160 um audibles now within a year. I told you. And that's just on one platform that I paid for. I ain't even gonna talk about the other platform that I use. How many I got over there? So Girl, listen, yeah. And for though, and look, so this ain't a rant, so this is the, hey, hey, you about to be on, look, you about to be on some right of Wednesdays now. <laughs> yeah, pretty know, much. Come on, come on over here. We might have to do a little impromptu um interview together. Look, you know, look, Let me know. You know, you know I you got you. Song. Now that you family, we will have you as guest, you'll be guest hosting over here in a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your rant for today? Because every time it seems like Every time I turn around, there's something affecting the urban literature, liter- literary world, our community. And we need that. We need and I'm that. I'm just like, did anybody else see this? Because I ain't seen nobody post about this. What's going on? Why is it? Hey, why is it in small print in this letter that y'all just sent me? Listen, you, and you learned. Look, you learned me something. It's all the people because like, you learned me something today. I mm-hmm. Listen, two things that I'm always do. I'm always read the fine print. Because I worked in banking, right? And, and this is something for that all any anybody t- anytime someone's trying to solicit you, right? It's going to be in color. It's going to be a beautiful picture. There's movement. We all laughing on the thing. You don't care about that. 
What you care about is that fine print at the bottom because that mm -hmm. tells you how either you're going to be taken advantage of if you don't read this and it's If you don't read mm -hmm. it's costing you money and time. Um, and this is how it's going to affect you. So when they say, oh, and they hand you like a packet or something and be like, oh, just read the fine print, you know, read it over in your spare time. I pretty much told you everything you need to know. You go home and you read all of that. You still read it. Mm -hmm. And if it takes you a week to read it, then you call them back. And I feel like a lot of what's happening in our community is that fine print. And we don't mm -hmm. hear about it until it's too late. And like 20 of us start to see how it affects us. And we all complain in a post. Like, right. I need to let's not allow 20 of us to be taken advantage of. Let's read that fine print and discuss it right now so that we mm -hmm. all know. And, and when it does start to happen, we'll be that much wiser because we can either opt out, opt into the BS, or we can control it instead of allowing mm -hmm. it to control us. That's Absolutely. how you I love it. And you know I what? love it. I want companies to be like, I bragged about this. Um, I can never remember the name because my, my baby son went with his little friend girl to the escape room. And, you know, every time. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not letting you escape over that. <laughs> his little friend girl. <laughs> his little friend girl, okay. He went with his friend girl. To this, uh, I love it. I'm going to tell you what. My, my, son, my baby son is so different, y'all. Look, just, just insert this real quick. This child refuses to call a female his girlfriend. Okay, that's what he says. Because he says to me, I would know when he have a girlfriend because she will be his fiance. Oh, and here you go. I said, and I can't even argue with it because in this day and age, the art of dating, like y'all don't want to jump into a whole other conversation, but the art mm -hmm. of dating is lost. And he right. is yeah. one that is like, no, I, I, I'll date. He's not opposed to it. He's like, I, I don't want nobody to tie me down. I don't want to tie nobody down. I, 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 I love that friend girl. Is is your son in his twenties? This is my this is my baby son. He is our youngest old. one. No, my mm -hmm. twenty four year old. It sounds like my twenty four year old because I laugh because I hear I sort of hear some of his conversations from time to time, and I don't care because he he don't watch anything his mama do. So I'm gonna talk about him real quick. I said <laughs> I overheard a conversation, and the young lady was like. I love you. And he was like, okay, so. So I was like, like, I was, he must know I, my son. He must know I, my son. My son's 24. Yeah. And I was like, hey, she said she loved you. He was like, okay. He was like, but I'm not going to say it back to her. Mm -hmm. So then he said to another female, she was like, you know, I'm really starting to have feelings for you. He was like, but we already discussed how mm -hmm. our relationship is supposed to go and and i was just like look at you trying to control i'm telling you these boy well these boys to men at this now is totally different because my son the same way and he don't watch stuff i can talk about him too and i'll tell him to his face too but he has a friend a female friend that he's had around like since high school and then like he's meeting new people and he's like oh i don't I'm, i don't go with nobody I don't go with nobody. Yeah. And he lets them know that. He said we're yeah. not in a relationship. Yeah. So, you know, like the, they're different now. And I, I love it. 
I'm not gonna lie. I, I love it. it. I, I love it. I will tell yeah. you what we had because we have boys, and I got it yeah. because one of the one of the older boys bought a girl home, and it was his girlfriend. And I used to joke and be like, "You got flavors of the week," like, like, and I accidentally called the girl the wrong name because she favored the girl who came last week for dinner. And after that, because he was like, "That's that's not who that was," and she was like, "Oh, you still talking to her?" And I was like, "Oh, hold up, hold up, we're not doing that." Like, my, my it's my apologies. You, I was like, I think he got a type, you know, because y'all look similar. What mm -hmm. me and D from that point on, he was like, Listen here, don't bring no woman home unless she mm -hmm. means something. So, no mm -hmm. more Sunday dinners with casuals. When once we mm -hmm. laid down that law, can I tell you, they had not bought a girl home. Like, I met, I met right before they was about to be uh, uh, engaged literally that's that's when they started bringing them home and i knew at that point that this was a real relationship mm -hmm. going somewhere and he was Neither. fully invested and that's how it's been for all the boys and even the youngest said to me one day he was like mom i almost did it and i was like almost did what he was like almost bought a girl home he was like changed my mind he's like i dug a little Can deeper reanalyze the situation we're not ready for that and i was like lord yeah, they different now. They be, they be so grown about it. And I'm going to tell you, now this is one thing now. My older son, he's a type, he, he, he is just a lover. And so he will dive into a relationship. But what I love about him and my baby son, they're like that. He's not going, he can be in a relationship with somebody, but until it gets serious, I he listen. He be like, yeah, I'm talking to such and such. That's as much as I know. Mm -hmm. And I won't know nothing else until he's like, okay, well now it's serious. You can come over here. T I be tell you, my baby son. Like when I told you he went to this mastermind. I'm gonna get back to why I said about this, this. It was a mastermind. He asked me. They was on Christmas break. He was like, he came to me. He was like, mom, my friend girl Jayla. She wants to go out. And he said, I want to go to see if I can go to the mastermind with her to do this escape room. I said, okay. And I was like, that's when I was like, well, you know, how are you going? Because this particular day I couldn't take on. And he was like, oh, well, her mom would take us. And this is her mom's name. And I said, okay. Now, I go to ask, so, you know, now I'm starting to dig. Like, now I got questions <laughs> and stuff. And so... Girl, y'all, I promise y'all, he, this, my son is in the 11th grade. And I said, oh, where'd you meet her at school? And he said, yeah. And so when uh, we got to talk a little bit more, he has known this girl ever since he was in the sixth grade. She has liked him since they were in the eighth grade. They have been talking since like ninth grade. It's like, oh. just, you know, converse, like, mm -hmm. just talking, talking. But I didn't hear nothing about her until she, he was in the 11th grade. She wasn't going to this mastermind. And so I was like, okay. But even with that, they made like little arrangements to go out and go to like different places to the movies and stuff. He won't bring the closest she has came to my doorstep when her mama said she wanted to pick up my son. And we went outside and met his mom and he got in the car. But he, I said, you want to bring over Sunday dinner? He was like, nope. 
Because I'm telling you, like, it's you're right. It's now I think they're at that point of stop bringing th this woman home to mama. Because mm -hmm. mama might like her, and then I really don't like her. And then now mama be like, oh, what happened to so-and-so? So if I don't bring you around her, then I ain't got to worry about it. My son told me, he said, he said, yeah, I like her. He said, but I'm getting ready to go off to college. See, yeah. Somebody else. Live your life. I said, you know what? Live your life. Because he's, he's straight up. He's honest. You know, about mm -hmm. with her. I said, as long as she know. He said, you know, I still love that. I said, oh, my goodness. And then, uh, he, but I, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. But the whole thing that I was saying about this whole mastermind thing was I wish more companies would be like them when they make you read the fine print. Because they yeah. have, you know, they always have this disclosure form just in case something mm -hmm. happens. And yeah. So, but they want you to read the fine print. They had like eight rules, right? And you have to sign off on it. And then, you know, most, most people just sign it and move on. There was a box at the end, and it said, "Check this box if you if you read uh, rule number four. And then it said, "It tell us your answer." And I was like, I, I read everything, and I laughed when I got to that because I was reading the rules of the place, you know, before I signed off for my kid to go there without me, you know. <laughs> and right. I got the number four. And number four was the most hilarious asinine statement ever. And he, you just knew it was one of those things they put in there intentionally for you to read. It was like, <laughs> number four, talking about we have the right to come in the room and scare you to the Jesus. And then it was like, it captured you on photo. And we might sell it on eBay for 15 I was so It was the craziest thing. To and see if you really paying attention. If you really are paying attention to it. And so then they asked, the last question was, um, was like, so do you give us permission to make fun of you? And so and it was like, and so when they checked the box, your answer had to be yes, I give you permission to make fun of me. Like if you couldn't answer that question, they would not let you sign it. So it was like you had to go back and read. So it forced people to like read. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so and I feel like that's how they should be with fine print instead of mm -hmm. trying to hide it for you. Be straight up because you know, people up here, it's like people don't read it, but they get under so many companies get under lawsuits because people yep. find loopholes and say, Hey, I know, but it didn't say this, or I didn't say, I mean, you can sit up here and sue McDonald's for making you fat, you know, getting well. That's a fast food chain restaurant and win. <laughs> that, right. And not even that, they didn't put their stuff in their mouth. You drove through the drive through and paid for it and took it home with you. They didn't shove it in your mouth. And you nobody, nobody told me to eat like six filet of fish sandwiches. Right. Thank right. You. Thank you. I'm only I, your mind told you to eat that many. I, I'm I'm gonna be like one of them one day. That the latest lawsuit I heard that has actually got approval to go to court is Reese's Hershey's company is being sued because of the rapping. Of their Halloween pumpkin candy because it has the the wrapper has a design with the pumpkin with the eyes and all this cut out, right? But when you open it up, it's just in the shape of a pumpkin. There's no design. So the woman is suing them, and it actually got credibility to court because it did not have design. She bought it for 
a party and she thought it was going to have designs on the candy and she said it was false advertisement. Did she read the fine print? Because the cover, the wrapper has designs on the pumpkins, but the wow. pumpkins do not have a design. And it is actually going to, and she might actually win. And she's suing that. And you want to know what? Full, I couldn't be on that jury. I couldn't be on that jury because I would say this, especially if you know. So, so, so say you on a jury with somebody you know, like y'all best of friends and everything, and people think they the sweetest person in the world. But in all actuality, you know they the ugliest person in the world. So I can sue them too because y'all out here falsifying that you're the nicest, sweetest person in the world, but in all actuality, you a bitch. Like that doesn't make I'm any sense. You, I'm gonna tell you that's crazy to me. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you to go for because you might get it, you might have a case, you might have a case, you might win. She's suing that's them for crazy. like two million dollars. And, and they're suing them for two million dollars, and you ain't even pay that much for the case. She she's suing them for about this, off of fifteen dollars worth of candy. She opened for them open palm people. Then she probably gonna win. Probably gonna I, win. I don't. I don't even have words to that. Me either. She but, she wasting the judge time, that court reporter time, them um them people sitting in that little box. That this this is my thing. You opened up that candy. You had to thank you. Thank you. I would put the candy right back inside. Took it back. Thank you and took it back. Hey. This isn't what I thought it was. I like I like a refund or an exchange. That's awesome. Whatever that looks like. I I am never that pressed to be like, oh, they must go down for this. Like there's there's yeah. a few what, two million dollars passionate where I'm like, you must go down for this, and, <laughs> and we just heard about that one. But right. I, I'm never I'm never that person. Like yeah, I, I, I the people. Hey, to each his own. If that's the way you you get your come up, get your come up. Like I I can't even be mad at that. But I'm like, it's just like, but why, why? But anyway, why? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I I look. I'm like you. I'm ready. I said this is the craziest thing, and people are getting rich off of these stupid little loopholes. But but anyway, before we go to break, I do want you. AA, because we, you know, we've talked to you before and gotten to know you as an author. But Bray is not new, but it can be fairly new to some people, some authors. Mm-hmm. Here. I do want you to talk briefly about Bray because we want to dedicate, you know, our next, uh, our next half of the show to your book. So, so I want you to talk a little bit about Bray, so the listeners can know what it's about and just, you know, so we can, so we can help it grow. The, the Black Readers Appreciation event, um, it started out as uh, me just wanting to celebrate um, National Authors Day. And mm-hmm. I thought instead of me celebrating me, because there's so many na- National Author Days, there's Black National Author Day, Independent mm-hmm. Author Day, there's a lot of days where I had, you know, I celebrate me, but I wanted to give back to the readers. And what started out as, you know, maybe I'll just ask a few people if they want to join me. It turned into a celebration of readers. And we, this will be year three. And and there's so many, there's, there's some, some huge announcements coming when we get further down the year. Um, because we were talking about audiobooks, hint, hint. Anyway. I just it is it is the most um 
humbling experience because I get hundreds of authors participating and gifting, you know, their books for free to readers. And it's a five-day celebration where readers can log into one site, download as many books as you want. Um, I'm really into diversifying that author pool and the genres that's represented. So we've had everything from children's books to Christian to street lit, contemporary, mm -hmm. you name it, it's been on there. We had cookbooks, um, some, some uh, spiritual books, some... Um, some affirmation books. There was such an eclectic and diverse uh, palette of reading. There was something there for everyone. And it's all free and it's for readers. And, and it happens the first week in November, November 1st through the 5th, um, because it's the it kicks off National uh, Authors Day. And it is just a huge celebration. So shout out to all the authors that participate because I know it's a lot when I jump into your inbox and I say, hey, I need you to gift this for free. But I think we get so much more in return because we're opening our catalog up to thousands of potential oh, yeah. readers. Uh, and this is, this is the community coming together because like there may be readers who've never heard of me or you know or untamed and soon you crystal they they don't know who we are but this is this is their opportunity to get to know us and become lifelong fans and the beauty of that is it keeps recycling itself so yes it's it's authors giving you know our talents away for free but we get we gain so much more because the readers show up year after year and it, this was last year was only year two um, yeah, I, I say more than 60,000 downloads because we had some technical difficulties and it wasn't tracking right the first half of the first day. Um, but when you get over a hundred thousand people visiting the site, like my goal is for no one to leave without finding something. Right. And I know people are finding things because I, the inbox, the receipt the correspondence through uh, the website, people are excited for Bray and it, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. So I am really looking forward to September, October and November when we start ramping up for the event this year, it'll be bigger and better. I'm excited. I'm always I'm excited, excited when we do this. I told you if you need me, just, oh. I, you know, Listen, yeah. there will be a team this year. I've uh, listen. There's there's the sign up sheet went out and people were like raising hands, which is also another beautiful oh, thing. Can you get it on your um like go through your um your mm, your IG to get the sign up sheet? I didn't. I didn't even put a sign up sheet. People just they were like, "Hey, I'm I'm committed to doing this. I'm committed to helping." And it's such a beautiful thing because again, I just wanted to do something nice for readers. And yeah. other authors are feeding off of that positive energy and, you know, the thought of giving back to our community that supports us. Um, they just said, hey, I want to I want to help. I had so many people want to help. And that's the beauty of it, because it's bigger than me. And it, I would be doing it a disservice if I 
if I if I was a control freak and was like, no, I'm the only person who can handle this. Oh no 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 right. no 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 no. All my brothers and sisters and cousins, all of you are welcome <laughs> no, to help. Um, because when I tell you over a hundred thousand people and little old me trying to manage all of this myself. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. Email correspondence coming in from the website. We were averaging twenty thousand a day. Here I am all morning long, just typing away, copying and pasting, typing it away. Like it was, I was so overwhelmed in a beautiful blessing. You know what I mean? So I kept going and I was just like, next year, we need a team. We need a team. And well, I want to be part of the team. So, you know, I slid in your DM. The team. Yes. So in September, when we start putting this all together, and you wanting to lend your talents, you'll say, this is what I want to do for you. Because I'm not I'm not saying, hey, this is what I want you to do. I need you to tell me where you think you could best. Oh, you shouldn't have told me that. I'm going to go ahead and write it all up and I'm going to send it to you now because I want to get to you before September. And 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 I, I accept all of those. <laughs> all right. I do. And I, I, wanna... I am not sending with it. I want I to love it. You, thank you because I was a participant and I've been in the participant embrace since the um, inception of it. And um, I, I was able to um, this year see, well, both years, but this year see the growth in it because I, I, my numbers were so, and I didn't even advertise as much as I could because I was so busy. But even with the little bit of advertising I did, I think I my numbers hit somewhere like with twenty five hundred downloads. You know, yeah, that's what you were saying all together. And I want to say even with because you open it up for us to even do our own personal links, and that mm -hmm. even helped me in a different way because because I was able to use my book funnel for one of my books. I was able to put you know on there where okay. Sign up for my mailing list. And then as soon as you do this, you can get this download. And so that increased. I literally gained 150 new people on my mailing list within okay. three days. And I, it was a, that's a blessing to me in itself because I there is no way that I would have got 150 people like that without break. So it has yeah. opened up doors and opened up other doors and avenues that you weren't even expecting to be open. Untamed, that is music to my ears. And that's what I wanted because I was like, this is an opportunity to increase your readership. Mm -hmm. advantage of the opportunity to use your own your own website link and grow your your subscription and your newsletter when bray's um subscription keeps growing and it's weird because we're not doing anything but what i've been doing on a monthly basis is i'm trying to gather information that i think these readers and other authors might like to know so i share I share upcoming events. I share some yep. new um, releases, you know, for of authors who have participated in the event. Um, I'm sharing information. Like we we got the the literary gem awards coming up. Like we had audio in black and in their audi um, awards. You know, the even the nominating and the the. Uh, the voting. I'm sharing right. all of that 
because that's part of the community and it keeps growing. So I think we're up to 2,800. Wow. That is so I, good. And when I look at the, like, I, I can see and track how many of those emails are getting open. It's still high mm -hmm. 80%. So I, I'm sitting here like this is huge. <laughs> like, it is. And, it is. And I'm not, I, I'm one of those people, I'm so laid back because I'm just like, well, if it work, it work, right? If it don't, I learned a lesson and, and hopefully I can I can perfect it the next go around. But this Bray has been such a blessing in itself for the community. Like I I just want I wanted I want to continue to see us succeed. So like I said, there'll be some really great um things coming down for this year but even for next year um and it, let me just put this out there for you we're taking uh the black readers appreciation event and turning it into an expo so i i mean the work it. i i was oh like, my gosh congratulations 2025 i'm putting it out there i wanted to do it for this year but it would be rushed um right and some possible really great collabor co uh, excuse me, collaborations may come out of this that I'm, you know, I'm pushing for. But even if it doesn't and the timing isn't right, like we're still doing it. Like, so mm -hmm. I'm heavily invested and I want to go to the one place that I know um, every all authors have been saying they really want to go to. So we're going to New York with it. I, Mm -hmm. So 2025, I haven't finalized the date. We just kind of um, <laughs> secured a location. So it's huge. And I wasn't going to say anything, but it's part of Bray. And I want everybody oh. to get excited, not just for 2024, but for what's coming down the line. So when I say we keep wanting to go bigger and better, we, we want to go bigger and better. Yes. Oh, oh, I'm excited. I'm definitely I'm excited. excited. Yes, so congratulations. Excited. That's see something small. Something small. Look how big it turns. And that's one thing I can say that's what I love about this community. I started in this community 2019. I didn't think I would be where I'm at. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing huge things like you are, but what I'm doing is perfect mm -hmm. and I love it. And I'm telling you, I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna tell you, first of all, let, let me do this. Shout out to Untamed, because uh, the article mm. in um, Intellectual Inc. Thank you. Like, you yes, I, I saw that, yes. On Bray that way. Um, thank you, because that was huge. Um, but the collaborations that are starting to come out of this, like I'm a fan of Intellectual Inc. I monthly, yes. quarterly, when you know was quarterly, I was going and getting a copy from Amazon. Like I was dedicated to it because I was like, I'm supporting the community, and it's so much talent. Right. In this magazine. Yes. So for me to have actually be in the magazine was huge. And, and it was about Bray. And, and that's what I loved about it because it was not about me. It was about what we're trying to do for the community. And there are so many other people who are trying to do positive things for the urban literary world. Like this is just a small part, but to all the authors that participate, like Crystal, I couldn't, I, I came to you and I was like, hey, 
Like, would you like to promote? How how can I yes. Without your backing and support, we would have uh-huh. would have missed out on reaching other uh, readers. You know, so it's been collaborative effort. So right, what you do is important because you ladies have the ears of the readers. Right. Why when I promote, get on. You know, a, a <laughs> caught up podcast. People, the door's about to open, and as soon as right, close, don't miss these opportunities. Because you have that connection with the community that many of us authors need. So right, what you yeah. do is more important than anything. I could write a hundred books, but if I don't get it into the hands of the people who need to read it, like without you, that there's part. no me. So we work yeah. side by side. And I just love that because out of this, like I said, the collaborations that are happening are so pertinent to the community. And 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 the authors who are like, well, I don't know any book bloggers or, or bo- podcast people that support. Listen, they all support. If you don't make exactly. friends, if you don't make friends with the book bloggers and podcasters that support our community, you are missing out on an excellent opportunity to so like Bray does all of that for you, and I appreciate everything that you ladies have done to help support that movement. You're oh, welcome, so and thank welcome. you for it because we, we appreciate my, it. Yeah, we my Kindle is a, out of control. I, I I don't have time to actually physically read, but at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I'm going on here. I'm gonna get some books now. When I take my vacations and stuff, I do sit here and I read. I bring my Kindle with me and I break it out then. And I, but my thing is, I always want to be able to support. You know, this person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what has happened, even especially with Bryce, we might have a guest that comes on and they say they want to discuss a book, and I might be like, "Oh, I don't have it," but and I go to my Kindle and, I'm like, well, and I have it. it. Yes, I, yeah, I have this book. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me try to prep myself, you know, and get as much is possible for this interview so it's like it has it has helped us in this way it well. definitely has like we you know a lot of times the authors will come on and we i had because i'll download i'm a proponent if i like the storyline or the book cover i might just download i might not have never heard of you and then if they come like six yeah later like hey do i want to be can i be on the show and i'm like wait oh i actually got your book in my Kindle. wait a minute let me, uh-huh. let me go ahead and read it so it's like now you know now they've captured my attention now and i might end up being a whole fan of theirs and be like you know what now i'm about to devour your catalog you know because because now i'm interested i've read this book and i'm interested in whatever else you have to say it's a it's a continuous cycle and so we definitely appreciate it but i'm gonna take a quick break right here because i want to come back and i want to get into your book the dom so I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to read the synopsis for it, and we're going to dive into a few questions about the book, and you have a snippet. I, listen, normally I do the snippet first, but because this is from your upcoming book that's coming, I want to talk about the book a little bit, then I'm going to let you do the snippet. I'm going to let you give us a little teaser for your upcoming book, so... Oh, well, I don't know if I'm gonna be ready because I wasn't ready for this one. Listen, this one was mine. 
you know what? It definitely was. I said, oh, she ain't. I said, oh, he ain't no Veronica. This one was definitely mild, but um, I told Untamed earlier, I said, mm, I think I want a Steven Brick. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I want a Brick. <laughs> we will be right back in just one moment. I'm hotter than his hometown, Mary wasn't our go-round. Amateur to profound, biggest loser got more pounds. Off a profile, running really go miles. My web presence so miles, ain't touching my freestyles. Got dope, free loud, that's your speakers when me wild. Until the party's up, keep up the front. In the meanwhile, to me, I'm hotter than his hometown. Mary wasn't our go round. Amateur to profound, biggest loser got more pounds. Off a profile, running really go miles. My web presence so miles, ain't touching my freestyles. Got dope, free loud, that's your speakers when me wild. Until the party's up, keep up the front. In the meanwhile, to me. Untamed Publishing has partnered with Katie Creatives to present to you UP pre-made book cover. With over 200 covers to choose from, we're sure you're finding exactly what you need to fit your author needs. Just visit www.untamedpublishing.net. Hey, Untamables, it's Kiana Dene, poet and author. Just wanted to stop by and ask, have any of you read any of my poetry lately? If not, you can pick up my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere else you get your books, and of course, my website at kianadene.wordpress.com. Now back to the Hello, 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 and we are back. Welcome back to the Get Caught Up Podcast. And before the break, we were speaking with Miss A.A. Lewis and having a very in-depth conversation about something in the literary industry to get it off the chest now. If you didn't take time to listen, just rewind it because I'm not even going to bring it up. Just rewind it and listen to it <laughs> so that you would know what to get it off your chest was about. But it was very informative. But that is her. She is a mountain of information. And she yes. does not mind delving it out, you know, for all of the creatives, the readers, and the, look, as I always love to say, the upcoming new in the season offers. So definitely make sure that you go back and you listen to it and you check it out because it's very informative. And we also discussed Bray, the Black Readers Appreciation Event, and how that has just culminated into such a big and booming, vital part of this literary industry uh, for so many authors in so many different ways. So that has been exciting, but right now we want to get into her book. And tonight we're going to be discussing the Dom. And I'm going to read the synopsis for the Dom, and then we are going to get into questions. So let me make sure I got the right one because this is a part of a series. And I'm going to also I'm going to let you touch on you know the second book too, AA as well, so you can look tell tell the readers what you told me. <laughs> About Miss April, so uh, yes, I did. Look, I was like, oh, yes, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but 
This this is the synopsis for the Dom. Stephen Brixton Woodward is a complicated man. Born into one of the wealthiest families in New York, Stephen, or as he is known to family and friends, Brick, is the epitome of a white man of privilege. He married rich, abides by the family rules, and even managed to have the standard two children and a dog. With all the richest material possessions and power that comes along with running a family empire, there wasn't much that Brick longed for, needed, or desired. That was until his membership to the infamous Phoenix Gentlemen's Club opened his eyes to a new world of pleasure. Brick's desire to be serviced and dominate over women went from fascination to reality as his fantasy began to play out in real life. The only caveat? All his submissives must be of a lower class. Brick had always been a philanthropist. He saw his fetish as a way to give back to the women he dominated. They would service him sexually, and in return, he would bless them with riches and material things. He would even go so far as elevating them up to a suitable standard so that they could attract the man that could provide for them the lifestyle he was showing them. Brick had everything he wanted in life until a chance meeting with, a, with his business banker changed everything. For Brick, interracial relationships were too taboo to consider, but one look at April Sharp mm, changed all of that. Obsessed with his desire to dominate mm-hmm. April, Brick embarks on a yes to make April his. All about on a quest to make April his. Let, little did he know, this course of action would jeopardize everything. Now, The Dom is the first book in the Proposal series. Author A.A. Lewis explores his adulterous side of BDSM and interracial relationships. This journey of love, power, and dominance will leave you clinging to the edge of your seat. Filled with drama, twists, and turns, The Dom is sure to leave you wanting more. That wow. is the synopsis for The Dom. Listen. <laughs> Like that man was mesmerized when he walked in that bank. First look, first look, first look. That man seemed gonna be back the next day. Your moment of transparency as a business banker. I have met several Brits. In my then I'm in the wrong business because I told her earlier I said I need a brick. Because the book is it was narrated by my husband D. Lewis. So when he narrated the book, he was like, Brick gives me like he comes across, I was like, Yeah, entitled. He's entitled. He's wealthy. I he is. So yes. I, I pulled from my experience of being the only black woman in a in a powerful position, dealing mm-hmm. with mostly um, the affluent male, white male, male of privilege. And the way that they would talk to me, like th- there was no filter. And like, mm-hmm. I'm a curvy girl. Mm-hmm. And I, I, got, I got chest assist. So it, it wouldn't matter what I wore to work. It showed off my curves. 
And I like, and, and you know, black women, when we black women, we black women, right? Right. So you're never going to catch me slipping in, you know, in, in my role. I came prepared. Not only was that I looked the part, but I, I was the part. And right. dealing with um, some of these more affluent white gentlemen, um, they felt free to discuss my curves. I came to discuss a business and have you sign these documents because I'm selling today. I got to close these deals. You need a million dollars. I got it. Like, that's my role. But a lot of them felt, oh, they felt at ease discussing me. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, I needed Brick to come across that way. He was determined, you know, to get her. He wanted, he, was. he you know, he, he wanted to play with the chocolate pool. And he was fascinated by April and um, she allowed herself to be swept up in his world. And I, I wanted to play out like what would that look like had I allowed their words to influence me or if I allowed, you know, their world because it's it's a world that I I am not accustomed to like mm -hmm. I, I don't know what wealth like that feels like I've been around it because of my position but to be able to have it at your fingertips right like it opened up a whole new world like I, I've said in rooms and at tables that like the girl from Buffalo New York you know, the east side at that, growing up in the hood, you know, most people I would have never thought I'd, I'd achieve those accomplishments. But having done it, and I was like, this how y'all live? Your wife is okay with you doing this? What's going on? Huh? Mm -hmm. Like, did you just say that about me in front of your wife? Like, And they don't even care. Oh, because, and it was explained to me that, um, I got what I wanted from him. Because someone said, you're a little- You said that in the book. It was a sentence you said in the book that mm -hmm. white women are told to marry them. They're they raised to marry the man, have the 2.5 children, and do what a wife is supposed to do. That's it. The, mm -hmm. the, it's, it, it and I didn't want to stereotype them that way, but in my yeah. conversations with some of the wives, they were like, girl- he, it's okay. I know he cheats. I know there's yeah, they know it. As long as I don't have to to be in her presence, he doesn't flaunt it. They were well aware of some of the activities that their their husbands were mm -hmm. But they got the ring. They had the money. They have the last name. So yep. what else was there for them to achieve? And and I'm sitting here as a black person, like, oh, if this motherfucker cheat on me, like, I, mm -hmm. right, like I'm like, I'm taking him to the bank, like mm -hmm. everything he owned. I'm gonna have a license plate that says I took it. Um, <laughs> but my counterpart is telling me, no, sis, you, this is this is a different ball game because we're not talking about you know he's a thousandaire. We're talking about multi-millionaire. Multi-millionaires. Is, that man had a yacht. A huge yacht. Yacht. 
a yacht. Not a little, not a little boat boat, not a little, little sailboat, not a little putt putt. Maybe. A yacht. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So think about that. So it it was mm -hmm. it was quite eye opening for me to be able to witness how the other side plays. So right. I, I I was just like, hey, I I I didn't do it, but I I can see how it could be done, and I wanted mm -hmm. to play on that in the the proposal series. I, I loved it. Now, what caught me off guard with this, and I was like, okay, I had to read back to it. So, what made you decide to make the male, you know, the main male character an older gentleman? Because I think he said he's about to turn six zero. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, because most of the heads of big businesses are older white men. So when I'm in that room, so I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a story. Um, okay. This is, this was my brick. This is my brick. So I was, I, me, I took my boss and three other white men. They were my partners um, at the bank. I took them on a business call. I was closing a $10 million deal. Right. And I was like, I need all the big shots with me, you know, and I'm excited. And. I walk in and I'm dressed like I normally dress. This man, older man, who I had looked to him like almost like a father figure because in our conversations, he was schooling me on big business. Right. Like, so not only am I, you know, giving him my knowledge, but he's giving me some inside track to his industry. That is mm -hmm. important for me because if I want to move in this industry, the more I know, the more I grow, right? And because mm -hmm. I'm not commission based, but my bonuses, you know, I love, I, I like my bonuses. So I am in this very important meeting. We are closing a $10 million deal. He says to me, I love the way that dress hugs your curves. In the middle of my presentation. So my boss then looks at me. And I, the other three white men look at me, right? And I was like, so, and I continue with the presentation. In the middle of continuing, he said, you know what? Every time you come in here, you take my breath away. Bam, bam, shut up. So, mind you, I'm looking at him because I'm like, what are you, like 65? Right. And in my mind, like, hood me. Hood mm -hmm. AA is like, nigga, I will rock your world and kill you. That's why I said, damn, daddy, shut up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I was like, really? Really? Is that what you're going to do today? So I continue. And he said, I've given you two compliments and you've ignored me. I'm offended. And I stopped and I said, you're offended? I'm offended. Because I'm a black woman in a predominantly white male industry. Mm -hmm. I have come here with my A game. And you have chosen to reduce me to a sexual object. In front mm -hmm. of my class, I said, we're talking $10 million. And all you can think about is how your eyes keep roll, uh, roving up my thighs. I said, you are offended. I'm offended. I said, I'm offended mm -hmm. because I know your wife. I've had mm -hmm. dinner at your house. 
I know your children and your grandchildren. And you want to sit up here and tell me how sexy I am and all I need from you is a signature? I said, we have been doing business like for several years now. And this is how you decide to come at me and run mm tears. -hmm. I said, so now they're looking at me like, am I capable of handling myself? You interrupted mm -hmm. my presentation to tell me how much you're attracted to me. Who really should be offended? So at that point, because my boss was getting uncomfortable, I said, now we can either close this deal or I can leave. Which one you want to do? So he, he closed that deal. So we left and my boss was like, how often does that happen to you? I said, more often than I want to admit. And I choose to ignore it. He was like, I don't like for you going out on business deals by yourself. I said, but then that takes away from my competency. I said, mm -hmm. I'm more capable of handling myself. So when I say 60-year-old men, the older the male, the more audacity they have. You ain't never lied. You ain't never lied. Like how? Like when he showed up on her vacation, I was like, the audacity of him. We're not even asking her ahead of time. Up. No, I'm gonna tell you what I felt. He first had the audacity <laughs> when he described a white woman compared to a black woman. Girl, I said he gonna care, and but you married her. You he they just flat. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. But, but yeah, that that right there. Mm -hmm. I I was I I I had like I said, I had been around white men so much. I heard them talk about their wives, and I was like, but that's what you attracted to. He was like, You attracted to it, you married it. That's all we know. They was like, we didn't, we're not, we were never taught how to co-mingle with other races. Yeah, so that is true. We were taught like this is what you do. And for the most part, without being arranged, mm -hmm. are somewhat arranged because it's by uh the wealth. It's right. powerful people tend to because both of them people. came from money. Yes. Mm -hmm. so sort of arranged and they don't look outside of those arrangements because that would be going against the family. There was so much to dive into, but 60, he's 60 and here he is for the first time around a black woman who isn't in a servitude type like role. She's not a maid. She's not a cook. Yeah. She, she, she doesn't work in the she's garden. She's smart. She's yes. beautiful. She's, yes. I mean, like, and he said all that and just like he was enamored. Like he was, I mean, like when I say he, he came in and it was like, it was nobody else there but her, but mm -hmm. her. And like, you can tell it's like, I was like, yeah, I could see him probably wanting to leave his wife for this one. <laughs> he's like, he's probably like Darcy. I'm out. I mean, I would want to leave Darcy too. First of all, her name. <laughs> then I'm ask this question though. Go ahead. So that is Crystal Brown Darcy. Did Darcy care about Brick as much as he cared for her? Um <clears throat> no. And in, book, in book two, in book two, we get to, we get to see that. So back to how they marry like he's in love with his wife and the he really is he i can say that he is encourage this activity i i'm not you giving me two children i don't want to have sex with you anymore yep like 
you go out and you do you, which is how he sort of ended up being in the BDSM world is because he went looking for what he couldn't get at home. Right. I feel like that's a disconnect right there because the first part of marriage is being intimate. And Mm -hmm. that was she wanted from him. She was done, not just with the sex, but even in the the intimacy in their conversation, she's never home. The, the her daughters are grown now. Yes, he's spending time outside the home. Like he's mentioned even going home to an empty house at times because she was so yeah, preoccupied was, with yeah. her image and that showing. I don't know how one. you let your man go on the two week vacation and you don't I ask. Care. I mean, a two week um a two not vacation a two week uh business trip you didn't ask him where he was going how long he was going to be gone but you only call him and ask him for money the way i would i would have shanked daryl lewis okay so Daryl, no Daryl, listen to me no business trips he was going down yeah that part because you you get to understand like the dynamics of their relationship at this, right at this point it's transactional mm-hmm. and so now that's all that's and he alludes to it the only time she's ever going to call is if she needs something if she needs something like, that's what she did something. Being a, she can't get on her own yeah you know I mean? so like how much was she really asking for what and, and, and it wasn't even about you know, what do you need it for? It was just like, oh, that's the only time she called. Yeah. Yeah, he made that very clear. Mm-hmm. She he just like, he didn't want to retire because he was like, if I got to retire and go home to this mundane, he was yeah. like, love making and, and this, he was like, I ain't trying to be 60 and this six months later. He was like, retired six months later. He died of a heart attack. Yes. Yeah. And it's, and it, I meant like, it's sad, but it is all. now one thing I he did say that I kind of didn't like, but then I was so glad that April was the first black woman, is that he only dealt with women, he dominated women that was lower than him. So, like, and giving them, you know, being able to put them at a place that they want to be at. So I'm like, okay, April gonna benefit off of this. Like she said that she, you know, didn't grow up being able to have everything she wanted. Her mother tried to give it to her, but she didn't get everything she wanted. So I feel like now she's gonna get a chance. She's worked hard to get it. Granted, you know, you gotta go ahead and give up the, but that's fine. Cause if you're gonna put millions, if you're gonna put a million in my bank account. By all means. <laughs> First of all, he bought her a house. He bought her a whole new house. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, who, who is doing yeah. that? The fact, like, his attention to detail, he was so yes. obsessed with her that he mm-hmm. had time to figure out what her needs were before that, before she could even, like, say it. She could even and that's vocal like, about it. And I was just like, we're missing the parts where like he's looking for the challenge. Like, yes, he's he's dated or he's dominated women who were mm-hmm. but it was white women. And we have to consider what does that look like? Because you could be an educated white woman, yeah, not be wealthy. Right. That's true. So, like, and to, and to move them up to a statue where I think he said where they were marriage material for a, a yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, mm-hmm. who wouldn't want that, right? 
But here you have April. He said, you know, by looking at her, I know she's educated and she has class and she's not as wealthy as she would have people think. Now, as yep. black women, when we black women, we black women. You don't know. We black, black women. women. We're going to put on airs like we got money out of our pocket. But I guess what this this designer from last year. Oh, I got this from the consignment shop. <laughs> so, yeah. When we black women, we black women. It, yep. How we put it together. How mm -hmm. how you take it is how you take it. So he right. read her right. And he was just like with a little bit more refinement, you know. Mm -hmm. be exactly who she wants to be like he saw her in that that moment like that first day in the bank he saw her when first of all he smelled her because i was like that's what i was about to say he smelt her yeah he definitely I like, did i so it was one of those things where i was just like she's a challenge for him one because he's never dated a black woman mm-hmm there was so much more. She already had what he had been giving to other women. Yep. He was just going to elevate that just a little bit and in turn wound up falling in love. Isn't that cute? I felt like, to be honest, I felt like he was in love from when he first saw her. <laughs> mesmerized. Mm -hmm. He was, mm -hmm. I mean, mesmerized. Like, it, he oh, saw nothing he else. He couldn't focus. Yeah. So, I'm going to tell you, this side of Michigan, I, so I most people think I live closer to uh, Detroit, and I don't. I am, I am, I am Grand Rapids, Chicago. I'm in between. Okay, you up in that area, right? Okay. Like, and in this area, one of the one first thing that I noticed moving into this area was the amount of interracial couples, right? Mm -hmm. No, and, and 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 not what people think. Yeah, you you get the black man with the white woman in other races, but I see a lot of sisters out here doing it. And and when I see the way these men look at them, like mm -hmm. total mesmerized. I yes. sister, she was an Amazon goddess, and and her husband was about my height, and I'm five four, so he might have been five five. This Amazon beauty and the way he told it after her, I was just like, go ahead, sister. Because that man got the bags and he is just like puppy dogging behind you. And he, oh. and he, smiled, at, he smiled at me. He's like, how you doing? I was like, no, how you doing? Like, right. Because I, I can on only me. imagine. Like, I, I already know. I know why you with her. She put it on you. Like mm -hmm. she put it on me because I was like, damn, she she's fine. But then I saw you behind her. It's a lot of that. And you see that in the way they look at each other. And I'm not saying that my black brothers don't look at us like that. What I'm saying is to be smitten and mesmerized. Is mesmerized. Yeah. That's the that is the perfect word because that's how he was. Yeah. He was mesmerized. And when our brothers give it to us. Because I, for me, there's a level of expectation that like you better be memorized by me. But to see <laughs> it play out in somebody else's, a different race, how they react to that type of admiration for us is right. it's, 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 it's weird, it's loving, mm -hmm. it's strange, mm -hmm. um, and more acceptable than what people think. Because once you move out of your comfort zone, like I said, when we moved over into this area of Michigan, I had never really seen anything like that. I had ne not interracial relationships on this level. And it's not just the, my white 
males who are into black women. I've seen Asian, Hispanic, like mm -hmm. the whole gamut play out in Myers, the grocery store, nonetheless. And I'd be sitting there like this, <laughs> like where y'all find each other? Like this, mm -hmm. and they all just be behind us, like oh my god. <laughs> they, they they hate to see you leave, but they love to watch you go. <laughs> Listen, I'm just like, what is going on here in the world in Michigan? Right, and, and I would say this: I want to, I want to go into this too because before we hopped on, you said something about April, how she was in this book versus the next book. Yeah, because you said, um, you know, you mentioned how. <laughs> We, look, the Amazon put it on, and now we know April put it on. Brick. Hey, listen, so, so in, in book one, um, Brick is the dom. He's the dom. He definitely is. Um, yes. He and April is his submissive, and we get to watch their relationship play out, not just in business, but behind the scenes in, mm -hmm. in his room, his service room. Um, in book two, the banker. Uh, which will be coming out uh, mid-February. April. Good. April is now the Dom. The Dom. Yes. So we get to see her play out um, what she's learned from Brick, but also explore her sexuality. And I want to say she didn't explore it. She claimed it. Right. It's so powerful for Black women because so many times we don't dare push ourselves sexually like we'll push ourselves you know, in our careers we'll push ourselves in being you know uh whatever our passion is but when it comes to sex sometimes we're always looking for the male to lead mm -mm. Said, you, you ain't doing it right i'm gonna tell you <laughs> but even going further than just telling you that you're not doing uh -huh. right like April has, she's going deep into to, to the BDSM world and her interactions with her clients, like they play out. And, and yes. I thought, like I, I teetered around it in book one, but I wanted April to have all the fun and, um, and discover herself in the process, all while trying to manage her professional life and the drama that happened in book one, how that kind right. of plays out in book two for her. Um, because I okay. left with the cliffhanger with her and Darcy, you know, meeting and, and catching up again. And here we, you know, it comes full circle in book two, but it also entered, like it goes even further because in book three, the, um, the sub, like, mm -hmm. Once we get there, you're like, what the hell is going on, AA? Because this some kinky ass shit. Now, every book, I say every book, I want to go deeper and darker into the world of BDSM. And I want And that was one of my questions. How extensive was your research in the BDSM world? So let's just say this. Everything that is mentioned in the book, um, I I have played with. Like I, I have a collection now. Um, <laughs> personal research. I have personal, personal research. research because that's. I mean, no offense. That's how you know it's right. Like, so I get that. Go ahead. I get so, that. So what happened in book one? I had a a white dom reach out. Right. To me. He was like, "You really need to push it." 
he was like, you need to push the envelope. He was like, I saw your book trailer and I really wanted more. And I was like, well, it, it, it's a progression because I am now entering into the BDSM world. Like in order for me to get this right, I need to, it's, it's baby steps to this. Like right. I, yeah. myself, I said, I want to, I want my female character to have the experience. So when I get there, like I know how to be submissive in the bedroom, right? How do I be dominant? Like, and mm -hmm. I want to be dominant and I want to claim that sexuality. Like I need to now play with these tools. So if I mm -hmm. named it, it, I, I went and bought it. Okay. I said, hey, spank me with this. I need to know how it feels. <laughs> hey, mm -hmm. like, hey, like, we're we going to do something. So it was fun and educational. <laughs> look, he's going to pick it up. But he's going to pick it up. Like, what you talking about? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Lewis going to read this and be like, oh, so you just out here telling the world. No, what Telling the world. Tell him it's okay. It's okay. We understand. It's no, research. In order to really hone in on the BDSM world. Like I could I could watch porn all day long and still, still ain't gonna touch it. Still never understand how it right. You know what I mean? So I was just mm -hmm. like, the shits and giggles and all the sophisticated wretchedness, let's do it. So we did it. And it was it was me trying to experience what her submissives would be going through. And so much so that when the book does come out, ladies, you're going to receive your very own gift box full of everything in the BDSM starter kit, along with some other surprises. So it's coming. Don't listen. I was hopeful that the, the banker would be out by now, but I got, I took, I was ill. I had to take a step back. I didn't get to the edits with the editor. Like, so when it comes out, there are going to be some boxes. And oh, I, I'm telling you, I said I needed a brick, so maybe I need. Oh, maybe I might be finding a brick yeah. soon. Listen, have fun with the boxes when they come. Open up, do what you want. But when I tell you, like a lot of thought went into making sure, like if it, if I'm gonna talk about BDSM, I need to know these different tools that are used. Yes, I love that. I and love that. Like, what's glass versus metal? Like. Leather versus mm -hmm. the vinyl. I want to know what all of that feels like. And, and I wanted to give some truth to her. So when I say April reclaimed her sexuality, I took this journey with her so that I could make sure that, you know, again, if this, this white dom decides to pick up the banker, he would be proud <laughs> of the way the evolution into, you know, that world evolved for these characters. So, yeah, yeah. I, I feel well, I, like I'm gonna just say this, and then I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say this. I'm gonna put this out there, and whoever does it, just know I will be there. But you know, I've been to both of Miss House's um events, and I tell you, I love them. But because we have so many authors tap into this BDSM, I feel like we need to have a BDSM event. You know. Um, Cassandra, author Cassandra Charles, um, her book Joyride took you, took you down a rabbit hole. It sure did. It, I got now, that book. She, she's done some sex, 
um, exposed mm-hmm. and learned mm-hmm. a lot. And and she even said we should probably do something like this with everyone who's done an erotic. Like yes, I I definitely we, agree. We I definitely agree. Expo, and we do. I I definitely agree. I mean, you know, I, I'm always filthy talking. So that was that's that's my first book, an erotic book. I, yes. you know what? I, as much as I like my ratchetness, like I love, I love good sex. I love good sex. Right, vampire. Right. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. I, when I said April was gonna do some things, I want I made April do some things. And that's what I'm talking about. To, to see her get excited about the level of pain and pleasure she was she was she was doing on these men. Like I we was laughing because Untamed and I I was I was reading as we were coming on. Um and she was getting ready to bring me into the room and D walked in and he was like, Oh Lord. He was like, they just gonna allow you to read that. And I was like, I don't think we regulated. I, I hope it's all right. We, you know, it's, it's oh, well, as long as when I put it on YouTube, I say this is not for kids. I do well, put not, right. I put it's not, not for kids. It's not for the faint mm-hmm. of heart because Listen. there is nothing yeah. wrong with sex. And that, it that's, really my, isn't. that's my part where I think people. That we all got here by somebody humping somebody. That part. Somebody. Mm -hmm. It might have been dry. It might have been wet, but it was a hump. (laughs) And it could have been five minutes or two. Don't matter. (laughs) Or or five hours. Or five hours. I always go back to the point where I think it's supposed to be pleasurable. Right. It's like there's some enjoyment that should come from our sexual relationship. And I love as a black woman in this day and age in 2024, like we could talk openly about sex and it'd be okay. And it's not taboo. Mm -hmm. Be dominant. We can tell you, listen, if it curves like that and you got to hit it like this. Or this is the best position to hit me off. Or, you know, I don't want you to do this. I'd rather you do this tonight. It's okay for us to be vocal. And if I don't want you to do nothing, I'm going to go ahead and back it up. (laughs) You ain't got to do nothing because the rose will do it for me right now. So many things for us to be satisfied. And yet we use a male partner or a female partner or a, a partner, put it like this. Or two partners. Or two partners. Listen, it's okay for Mm -hmm. us to be sexual beings. And that's why I think some people like they they miss that this is Mm -hmm. this is to each his own. So what may work for me may not work for you. And that and and we need to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you know what? That's a perfect segue because. I want you to have some time to go ahead and read your snippet that uh, that D was like, and you're gonna be able to read this because uh, yeah, we we want to get into this and we want to uh, let the people know exactly what they're getting. So I'm <laughs> going to give you the floor, and then after the snippet, 
we'll round it out so that you can give the readers and the listeners, you know, your information, when your books will be releasing, where they can find it, all, all the things, all the things. It'll be your time to shine. But we'll do. You we'll have do. the floor. Well, this is from the upcoming book, The Banker, which will be out mid-February. Um, it's the second book in the proposal series. And um, it's all about the evolution of April and mm, like managing, managing her career and um, discovering who she is as a sexual being. So this, right. is, this is a snippet. <clears throat> I'm do my best. Um, <laughs> so uh, get down on all fours, I instructed. I watched as he eagerly obeyed. I graced his white flesh with my custom wooden paddle and was turned on by the way he bucked when the wood met his skin. He grunted, which brought me joy. I smacked him several times as his, as his now reddish skin became agitated by my aggressive pounding. Matthew maintained his cool, barely wincing. He didn't require the assistance of the gag ball. The challenge was remaining quiet during our sessions and remaining disciplined. It excited him. It almost became a game for us. He always requested I test his limits to see if I could get him to break. For the amount of money he was paying me, I was more than willing to play along. I placed the vibrating penis ring on his stiff shaft and prepped him with the warm lubricant for what was to come next. My glass anal beads slowly went in and out of his anus as the vibrator tightened around his cock. With each pull and push, Matthew shook with pleasure. I spanked him occasionally to send him over the top. He fought like hell to resist making a sound until finally he gasped and screamed out in pleasure. <clears throat> That was strike one against him. I always allowed two strikes based on the kinky level of the submissive. But for Matthew, he had broken his own rule, which meant he owed me. He knew the moment he cried out that I was going to claim my reward and punish him at the same time. I removed the anal beads and the penis ring. I took my seat at the head of the bed, pulling on his chained collar I led him to my open legs. I commanded him to unsnap my bodysuit. He did as he was told. Now, Matthew, you've been a naughty vocal boy. You know there's no talking in the room except by me. I hate to stop the fun, but you owe me. You owe me now, I purred seductively, pulling the chain harder, dragging him closer to my open legs. Don't stop until I tell you to, I demanded, thrusting myself into his face. Matthew went to work as he licked and sucked my fragile flower. His tongue swirled in and out of my watering hole, causing me to explode over and over and over again. He drank my juices like an expensive shot of Macallan 25. He kept going sending me into shivering episodes of ecstasy. I had to adjust my position because tapping out was not an option. I switched positions 
to squat over his face, lowering myself onto his lips as my wet folds smothered him. He dove right in again as I rocked back and forth. His nose tickled my click as his tongue caressed my inner walls. <sighs> Hold my waist, I instructed as he gasped for air between my grinding on his face. The rhythm of his tongue lashing and the con <clears throat> and the combination of his steady of my steady rocking caused all the tension and stress from my rough week at work to come gushing out, landing all over Matthew's pale shaven face. Damn it, I yelled as I dismounted his face, escaping his flickering tongue. One thing that he did exceptionally well that almost made me forget that I was supposed to be in charge. He just lay there smiling. Exhausted, but but satisfied. Shit, I'll be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can't see him. <laughs> that was right that on time. Turn on time. Why did you come in the room? And what you want to know what is so funny because I know he comes in when you interview and I was like, where is he at? I didn't see him. He hid. He hid real good. But I, that was right on time. So you're going to narrate her part, right? No, I don't do narration anymore. No, I'm sorry. After the way you just read it, you have to do it. I, I will try. You um, did so good. You heard what D said. He said she did be Matthew. I need to know when all of these audio books is dropped because you know. Well, that's the, what I need to know. The banker is already on audio. Okay. So that one, I love. I love you, the banker or or, or the dom. The dom. The dom is already okay. On audio. Um, the banker. The sad thing is, I don't. I I'd have to see. I'd have to see if I could pull this off. Um, but mm, good night, sweetheart. Um, sorry guys. Um, but I if I could if I think I can do it, then I'll do it. Um, I think you can. <laughs> I I was so excited, like the level of kinkiness that happened with her. If you, I, while you were reading, I wish you could have seen our faces. We was all in the camera. <laughs> I'm like, well, listen. Well, I'm mm. like, okay. I like I said, I love that she comes into her own. And, she definitely did. And the fact that, like. Yeah, she about to make me come into my own. I thought, well, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Listen, you are getting some of these in your gift uh, packet that come. Um, and, you, and it's so funny because when you said the glass anal beads, I was like, yeah, know about them too. I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, um, I, I, I'm a very sexual person. Um, and I'm okay with that. Uh, yes. Exploring some of these, I, I was just like, pushes me to my boundary. Others, I was just like, oh, I, I, I remember what being 25 was like. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's true. Like, um, 
because when you're young, you're more adventurous. Um, right. But again, when like we've been married 25 years, so you got to keep the spice going. So right. Uh, this this book is going to do that for you. If you're a woman and you're trying to figure out, like I said, the the BDSM uh, starter kit packet that comes with both books like we got our signature red lipstick that she wears she wears a mask a lace mask i included mm -hmm. all of that because i wanted you to get into your character it was designed like right. even if you don't do nothing but touch it and play with it like you know just hold it if you put the mask in i think red lipstick on all women like we we instantly mm -hmm. become our own sasha fierce right and mm -hmm. I wanted that for us. I wanted, you know, the 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 reader to pick this up. And if you don't do nothing, but 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 put the mask and lipstick on, like it instantly relaxes you and gives you the it's okay to mm -hmm. embrace wherever this sexual journey takes you. So right, yes, Ooh. yes. Oh my gosh, I that was wait. so good. I can't wait. Yeah, I definitely can't I wait. Cannot, I cannot wait. So. I am going to give you the opportunity to let everyone know like how they can contact you, where they can get your books, and anything else that you have upcoming that you want us to know about. Sure. Well, my socials first. Um, I am on IG at A underscore A underscore Lewis 716. Um, Facebook author AA Lewis. Um in, uh not Instagram, TikTok, um, AA Lewis 716. Um, and my website is aalewis.net. Uh, so, and you can purchase all the books off of there as well as Amazon, because I do have an Amazon um, author page. Um, so I'm on Amazon. Um, most of my catalog is on audiobooks. So if mm -hmm. you're in audiobooks, by all means, do that. Um, this, like I said, is the year of polish. <clears throat> so I am working with a new um editor to just to, to again elevate the experience and with that being said some of my older work is currently being re-edited and going to be re-released because through like we talked about ai earlier um mm -hmm. some of my book covers um will look a little different so i love that some of my you changing the meal no i'm not changing the, the meal i'm not changing okay because i'm about to say that cover no. is bomb no, I'm not changing. Then there was nothing wrong with Veronica's cover. Yeah, no, nothing no, wrong with Veronica's no. book. Not at oh, all. It was a gorgeous cover. Um, it sure was. Some of my earlier, earlier work. I'm redoing that. But since you bought up Veronica, um, her son. Yes. Uh, will have his say. Um, the end of March. So I'm yeah. so looking forward to this book because even as as I read it, I'm like, oh my God. The like Veronica lives on through her son and the son um, of a bitch. The son, the son of a bitch is coming out uh the end of March. So I'm looking forward. I love it. Um, but and and then Bray. End of this year, our end of the year celebration, um, November 1st through the 5th. And then hopefully we'll be able to announce um, the timetable for the book expo by then. So excited. You will see me some everywhere this year. I think my first stop is San Antonio next month. Um, the San Antonio uh, 
Black Author Expo. Um, of course, I'll be at the, the Gem Awards in um, May, June. Uh, Detroit Hustle and Grind um, in Chicago with Miss uh, Jessica Watkins for her event in August, um, as well as, um, oh, the Me Time Book Group. So I will be down in Alabama. And I believe that's April. on time spot right there. She loves to go there. You going there this year? I am going there I, this year. I mean, I, I probably I got I'm, I'm, I'm being late, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be places. I was being late to the party this year because I had a few things that was I had to get out the door. But I got to get my life together. So I get the schedule. I, I am determined not to allow this illness. <laughs> To keep me from being being the best me I can be. And I, I feel like when I'm around all of you, um, mm -hmm. I can give my best. Yes. And if I stay at home, I allow my illnesses uh, to have more control than they should. So mm -hmm. I need to get out. I need to be out and about and doing things. So that's the goal. I, yeah. And D will be right there with me. So I, I look forward to that. I yes, look I love it. To it too, as well. And I, look, I'm sitting here. I was so enthralled today that I was remiss on some of the things that I was supposed to be doing. As you see the ticker going by. But I want to show... This right quick, this is the book, The Dom by A.A. Lewis, the first book of the series, you guys. Um, this is the one that we discussed tonight, and this is The Baker. This is the second book in the series in which she read that sizzling snippet from for us. So make sure that you be on the lookout for The Baker. Go and talk to Dom, but those are the books. So I, I did get me in. <laughs> You did no, get it in. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. No, ladies, it has been a pleasure. I, I so look forward to catching up with you. And I just love everything that you do. Like, I'm tame for the same to you. Yes. The podcast, you are, you are what we're all achieving to get to. So your mm. career is just one of those where it's like a bookmark staple. This is what you're trying to do. This is what you need to, this is who you need to be looking at. And Crystal, mm -hmm. I cannot wait to start supporting you because I'm going to do that interview with you and your book. <laughs> I'm going to do that interview. Forget her name. She already know you. No, 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 no. I'm going to do that interview. I am all for it. So, I, listen, I will gladly, I'll, I'll be here. Uh, but I would love for you to come on, come on, be the guest host that day and lead the charge. I would love it. I am here. Let me know how I can help because, um, I love I, you. Listen, I sincerely mean this love every single author I've come across. Yes, I, 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 I can agree with that too. For this community, and believe it or not, like. I, I tell everybody if your book is in my is in my Kindle or on my bookshelf, and I have seven, eight bookshelves full of books. Um, I'm a fan. I'm flipping I'm a fan for mm -hmm. life. I I was untamed. Like we was family in my mind before. <laughs> I like I was like, nope, got a book. We're cousins. It's funny oh. because 
the first time I met Untamed in person is the first time I met you too at the kickback. Because you was the very last person I saw before I walked out the door. Because you, you, you had this. Yeah, yes. Y'all, y'all two had the perfect spot. That photo. And it was, yes. I was like, that's her. I knew I had a photo of her. Listen, I, I adopt so many family members. And I love that because I'm in a place where family isn't just blood. It's who I nope. want to be. Who you want it to be. Yep. And, that is so that, true. That's my safe space. Is that if I can call you family, then there's a level of respect and admiration. Yes, yes. And that's exactly how I see you, ladies. Like sometimes you're my oh, cousin. Oh, thank you. Like yes, we cousins, cousins. Yes, we are. Oh, that's right. We cousins. I always I, I say that all the time. I was like, yeah, it's especially for black women. I, I always say yeah. I was not. I did not have a sister growing up, but the Lord has blessed me with so many sisters in this industry who I've met, you know, on this journey in one way or another who have been a pivotal part of my journey, mm-hmm. of my enlightenment, of my enlightenment, and mm-hmm. my goal is to always be that light to them that they have been to me. She is. I can attest to that. <laughs> she definitely is. We talk every day. But, but Every day. But that's what you want. So I, mm-hmm. I too, don't, I, I didn't have a sister until late in life. Um, right. But I I live in a space where, first of all, life is too short. And it definitely I, is. I choose to shine my light um, with a purpose. I, it, it takes too much energy for me to be negative and Lord knows with my body it don't always want me to be great so for me to be foster, fostering ill intentions toward anybody like makes right. to me and mm-hmm. I sincerely like love my family and and I'm talking about the family I've created. Created, yeah, that is so true. If I, even if I don't talk to you for three months, when we do talk, is it's like we ain't missed the beat. I could talk. I have friends like that. Mm-hmm. And there's you know authors I talk to every day. There's some I talk to once a year, but I feel like like I've I've known you my whole life, and that's yep. the beauty of this community, especially around the sisterhood piece. And I'm not saying we perfect. What I'm saying is. It's a beautiful, functioning, dysfunctional family. And mm-hmm. I love that because year after year, we keep seeing each other. We keep smiling. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. We keep supporting each other, buying books and, you know, sharing information and, and watching each other go- grow. But and we can still clap for each other and it's okay. Right. And that's the problem. Yeah. A lot of times we don't get a chance to see or celebrate. So being that's so true. gives me a chance to to celebrate you ladies the way that you celebrate all of us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I I love this. Like I feel like Books and Soul is kind of like going down because, you know, I didn't think I was going to like writing as much as I like writing. And then doing the podcast are like the two most Oh, I love it. Like I'd rather do that than anything else. If I could just do this all day long, I'm here for it. Right now, that's what I am doing all day long. Nothing else. (laughs) This is the beautiful part of this. You have figured out what you're really passionate about. Yes. There are still people who can't either own their passion because they're too scared to to jump out on faith. 
and give it, mm. give it to the universe and say, this is who I want to be and be okay live being in that space without somebody, without feeling like somebody's going to have something negative to say about this because we 2024, we too damn grown to be caring what other people oh, twenty. I'm a bit, I've been saying this since I was able to talk. I don't give a rat's ass <laughs> what anybody think about me. I never have, have, never will. I have no fucks to give. I have nothing to right. that too. Mm-hmm. Listen, COVID took it all from me. Like if I yep. had COVID took it and listen, I had no first to give. Not not mm-hmm. a whole lot of love to give. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Receiving end of love. Then I got that for you. I got that for and you. And I'm about to say if you get in love from me, that means I I definitely love you because I don't love everybody. <laughs> Everybody ain't meant to be loved either. Yeah, I don't love everybody. Half the time, I don't even like some people. <laughs> yeah, listen, you know. Yeah, so if I'm, I'm giving it out, okay with it. I'm yeah. okay with it. Like the one, one, one pastor said, he was like, "I don't know what happened to me during the pandemonium, but you got to find the nerve to get on with me." He's like, "I ain't <laughs> let none of y'all bother me no more. Ain't nothing yeah. bother me." <laughs> he was like, it, it, "I am, I am good to go. I'm here to be a service to." My parishioners to my wife and to my children, and you can you are not about to mess it up for me. <laughs> no, nope, you show sure not. Mm-hmm. Even my granddaughter know now. When when she throw a, a b a, a a a bf a bitch fit, I be like, you know, you know, Gigi don't got two fucks to give about you and <laughs> right, you're right now. Right. right then she look right at me like like you really don't care. I be like, Mm-mm. when you ready Mm-mm. to talk this out, you come see me. That little girl, she three. She get up and she be like, "Gigi, I just need a hug." Then you should just said, "I need a hug." Oh, like, all the love for you. But giving two cents about what just happened, baby girl. Gigi ain't got that time. Yeah, I know. That's right. I know that's nope. right. Get it together. Get it together. Well, Crystal, give out your socials and how everyone can contact you. Um, Facebook. IG, TikTok. Books and Soul one is on IG and the other ones is just Books and Soul. Because I got to go watch The Godfather of Harlem. Okay. <laughs> well, listen. Bumpy Johnson stressing me out. I've been trying to get in a movie a day you know, before I get, um, get caught up and chill <laughs> on Saturdays. But uh, I got some. Or I, got some I got a few, but yeah, these these movies have been moving. So, and I want to give a um. I watched the Christmas movie quick. last night. I want to give a good shout out to Brianna Cole, who yes! I had the pleasure of co-writing some scripts with, and she wrote a script called Marriage Pass, which is based off of her book, The Marriage Pass. It is on Tubi, the Tubi original, and it, it is a standard. It is a standard now for psychological thrillers. And I'm going to say it now. It was a, such a good movie. Rihanna, I'm so proud of you. She knows this. I have talked to her since. And she is just like so excited. So I want you guys to, to support her and support this movement. The support is supporting. I have seen people posting about it. Yes. Yes. It is It is a really good. And I look, I'm good. not just saying that because I'm rooting for everybody black. But I am rooting for everybody black. Um, okay, so no Bumpy Johnson tonight, and then I'll go ahead and look at that. So Bumpy can wait. Let me just say something about her movie. 
my oldest son was here and he was watching it with me because he was like what is this this is a tubi movie i heard about these tubi movies and i was like shut up listen watch it was so invested by the end he was just like they ain't have to do my man's like that i know what he did to her, but they ain't have to do my man's like that listen. he was up in arms and went and told the other son his brother and, and they had a whole conversation about the movie if you can capture his attention yeah it was good i told i told her i said my husband is a movie buff and he's a when he's a tv buff and he's a movie buff and he loves you know his movie now he's gonna be honest with you you know about what it is and what it ain't and by the time we got to the end of that movie he was like oh this is good he was asking all kind of questions like his reactions was priceless and i was like when and i will say this too you know for our men it takes especially when it's not just action movie or something like right. that it takes sometimes a lot for them to really kind of get into it and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. so when you cap when you're capturing men and women and they're all captivated by you got something golden it and was this well is gold. done mm -hmm. it was very well done it was very well executed kudos to everybody in the production team kudos to all the actors and actresses but most of all kudos for brianna because she wrote this full script and revetted this script by herself um and yeah. I, I am just i can't even tell you like how proud i am of her for this so y'all please make sure you support her um look i forgot to give out my dog on socials i just look, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> look y'all can find me as author tamed on all of these social media pages and let me and if but if you want me to respond <laughs> You right, respond. you can find me on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram because, yeah, I might got the other ones, but I don't be on there. Not hardly, I don't want to even lie to you. <laughs> I don't even be there. So, um, so yes, if you're trying to reach me on Twitter, you will, uh, you know, gonna never respond because <laughs> I am never on Twitter. <laughs> Not, never. <laughs> Don't even try. Oh, look, I'm on thread. Said I was going to post more. I ain't do no. I, all I be posting, I need to do better. I'm going to do better. I, I'm not even on threads, but oh my goodness. So, you guys, thank you so, so much. If you, let me say this now, if you all have a book release that's coming out in February, well, whenever it's coming out, February, March, because you're doing this every month. Yeah. <laughs> so every month. At the top of the month, we always do a new release, uh, new book release episode. So, the month of February is drawing near, so if you do have a book that's releasing in February, please send it over. DM it to um, Books and Soul One on Instagram with Crystal, so she can make sure that she has your book cover image and um, your synopsis and your release date. Because on the actual show, she reads the synopsis um, and she talks a little bit about it. Let the the listeners know where they can find it. We put together a nice little video flyer that goes on the socials with just the covers and we tag the authors so everyone will know in a quick snapshot like what books are coming out um, that month. So please make sure that you submit that information over to her so she can have it in preparation for uh, February. It comes out, it's the first Wednesday episode of every month. So make sure that you have that into her. And also, even if the book come out before, so if your book come mm -hmm. out February the first, and I don't do the show until like the sixth, I'm still going to announce it. 
Exactly, exactly. So, and also make sure that you are following the Get Caught Up podcast on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast. We are also on TikTok and Get Caught Up Podcast and on YouTube and Get Caught Up Podcast. So make sure you subscribe there as well. And we have the Facebook group to Get Caught Up Off the Podcast. Make sure that you join the group so you can stay in the know. We like to have a little fun. We have discussions. So engagement and, you know, we share information there as well, not just the promotion. And also... In the Facebook group, if you have a book coming out, you have an event, you have anything special that you want a book release, share it inside the group. You're more than welcome to do so. So please make sure you join the group and you, that is another place where you can share, share, share. So, because we need the readers to connect with you and they're there. So, <laughs> make yeah. sure that you're sharing there. Um, we also have commercial slots available. So if you would like a commercial Please let me know. Email us on the website, the new and improved Get Caught Up website is www.getcaughtup.card.co. So, Get Caught Up Podcast.card.co. You can submit an email to us through there um, if you would like a commercial. We're also still looking for um, artists who would like to submit their music to pay to play during our commercial breaks on the show. So you can email us a 20-second clip of your music, and we will make sure that it airs so that you can get exposure. We're for all creators, okay? We're we doing yes, we are. in 2024. Like, we're trying mm-hmm. to get everybody exposure in the movies and the music and the books. So we, we, we're doing everything that we can, narration and all. And also, we are on Spotify, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, iTunes, Google Podcasts and anywhere else, but you can subscribe to those channels um, if you would like, or follow those channels for the podcast so that you'll get alerted every time a new episode comes out. And I think that's it. <laughs> that was a whole lot. Oh, also, we're doing a we're doing fourteen days of love in February. So, starting February the first up until Valentine's Day, we will be doing a poem a day. Now, not well. We also going to write a poem, but we're also looking for poets. So, if you have a poem, drop it at that email address or that site that she said. You know, rewind it back and you'll hear it. But also going to the IG page and you can find out more information about it. But yeah, I'm even going to submit a poem, a poem about love yeah, from me. You have to dig into my archives now. Do it. Yes. Do, I was just about to say it. Poetry jams. Yes, Please do it. We're going to post a poem. Yes. Send it to us so, so we can post gonna, you. Yeah, we're going to post a different poem by a different author or poet. Artist, yeah. You know. Every day for the first 14 days leading up to Valentine's Day, it'll be on all the socials. But it's it's about love and we just we love poetry, another you know, genre form of the arts that we love that we want to celebrate. So if you have some poetry, please make sure you submit it. We we definitely um showcase it in February. So we're excited about that too. I told you, I I thought that was all. It might be something else. (laughs) (laughs) But look, follow the social pages because if I don't say it here, I definitely hit it on these pages. 
yes. You'll see it. You'll see it one way or the other. So definitely make sure you follow there. But I just want to say I appreciate the listeners uh, for tuning in all across, not just the U.S., but all of these 45, uh, 45 countries that are tuned in and listening. And trust me, they are because they hit us up asking for interviews. Hey, I'm in London and I listen to your show. Hey, I'm in Russia and I listen to your show and I would love to be on there. I'm in Nigeria. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I get, you know, I get the, the DMs and get the emails from all these different places. So, they they are listening. These internationally it be popping. <laughs> it be popping in the international street. So that's what's up. I love it. I love it. I'm so I'm so excited. So but this year is the year, like you said, of refinement of polishing. We are up in our game. So we that's why we have introduced YouTube channel and you know, the website, we have so many different facets because we want to broaden this for the entire community and for all of the artists. So definitely we want to make waves in here. And listen, I heart, if y'all want to come pick us up directly, uh, you know, <laughs> we we, gonna, we we not going to turn you down, you know. <laughs> y'all want to bring us into the studio? Let us get a station. All right, we'll do that too. Um definitely 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 but we are also looking forward to uh miss tiara cox which will be the first interview in february and also th- listen crystal announce, announce announce the book of the month because i would forget that yeah I, I know you probably did try to forget that so join us me moi lisa from tales between the sheets and mrs Rooney. Did you hear me say Mrs. Roney? I'm so excited for this as we interview none other than Miss Untamed, where we'll be discussing The View 1 and 2 next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live. So we're going to be on Facebook, IG, and YouTube because we about to Cat Williams her ass. That's it. <laughs> Cat Williams. They're coming with all the truth and the receipt. That's because the lies will be exposed. (laughs) Yeah, we about to Cat Williams her. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. I can't even say nothing. I'm just going to be there. Look, somebody just send me some. I'm gonna be up there like uh, Shannon Sharp. Well, I'm gonna help keep pouring some cups of coffee because I ain't gonna be able to say it. She ain't gonna be able to take it. We going in. I'll be like, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'll be on air after this. <laughs> yes, because I got questions and she got to give up answers. Now, she has been nice because I get to call her because I sure did call. Like she said, I did fuss. Yeah, I used some very choice words and, you know, wanted some folks to be unalived, wanted to drag some folks, some folks I don't like no more. I did like them and now I don't like them. You know, it's, ooh, if y'all have not read The View 1 and 2, pick it up because the the foolishness. And if you're not sure if you read it, it was part of Brie. It sure was. It sure was. 
But and if you did and you got it, go ahead and pick it up so you'll be ready because I, I'm telling you, we we going in. Like they're going in uh, on me. They going in on me so hard and ain't nobody safe. Not even me. No. <laughs> I call her. I uh mm -hmm. he, nope, not even her. Nope. And she my girl, but mm-mm. Mm -mm. I, I ain't even say for well, y'all look. Y'all tune in to make sure I'm still you're the last. <laughs> now see, I, I yep. might have to take her to the phone. In this conversation under my government name. Because I don't want you <laughs> I don't want you get mad at me for my questions, but um <laughs> she never said that. See? I switch it on and off. I go under the government name real quick. And be like, eh, eh. <laughs> oh my gosh but mm -mm y'all -mm. please tune in we will be live and i look it's all in your fun but miss <laughs> miss rona called me a right man and she definitely is i see why she called her that i definitely see why so I, I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna sit there and I'm just gonna take it. We'll take it, y'all. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and look up the it, definition though. for it. So for people who don't know what a scallywag is, they'll know on that day. I want it to scroll across, just like A. A. Lewis is scrolling across. I want, I want you to <laughs> put untamed. That's what you is. That's what you is. You got You gonna have to own it next week. Yeah, you you wrote it. Yep. I, I have to mm -hmm. it. Yes, yes, I will. I will. But you guys, I appreciate y'all so much. You know, Crystal, it's always a pleasure. AA, you know, yes. you are like family. You are here. It is yep, you here now. Love when you are here. You you always come. Look, you always come with come with when you come on here. So I love it. And I, I just, you know, I always tell people, I say, certain people they come on here. And it's like it's not an interview. It's just a we just having a simple conversation. We have a girlfriend chat. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's always like. But I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you guys so much for tuning in week after week. You know. Yes, thank you. So I appreciate you. And as I always say, until next time, don't forget to get caught up. Good night. Hi. Good night. Yeah.